Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Kei te whakaronga mai koe ki tō tātou au horihori, ki te reo erirangi o Aotearoa. You're with Our Changing World on RNZ National. And now, there are more than 3 billion people worldwide using the web and around 91 million people active on dating sites and apps. Research shows that one in five new relationships and one in six marriages form through online dating. Sonia Sly meets Martin Graff, a reader in psychology from the University of New South Wales in Australia. He was in New Zealand recently and has been conducting research into online interactions and romantic relationships. There's data out there which tell us that males um, use online dating differently to females. So, um, And how you know, do they do that? Okay, well, typically you put up a photo and you put up a, a little bit of blurb about yourself. Body type, medium height. I'm looking for someone who loves cooking, outdoor pursuits. Slim and moderately active. Males tend to look more at photos and don't look at the descriptions, whereas females do. Why is that not part of their process, do you think? Well, it's probably more to do with um, evolutionary psychology, that males in the kind of dating game uh, are looking for sort of physical attractiveness and for, with females. Males kind of move on a lot faster than females. Females, there's a bigger kind of risk in terms of forming relationships for females than for males. So therefore, you know, males go through that a lot quicker, totally sort of impression-driven. And what about for women, then? Uh, well, women have to be a little bit more discerning. It's to do with the kind of investment that males and females, or the relative investment males and females have in rearing children. Therefore, females have to be a lot more careful because they invest more in children than, than males. Harvard research reveals that those in successful marriages or relationships are less likely to suffer from depression and chronic illness and have better overall health and live longer than their single peers. So the process essentially in online dating is that it offers access to lots of people. Some sites uh, promise that uh, they can match you with someone who's, who's suitable for you and it offers a degree of communication before you actually meet. Online, we're presented with lots and lots of different people all at the same time, which kind of affects our decision-making process. We make kind of lazy decisions, we get distracted by things which we hadn't considered in the first place. So the way in which we meet people online is different to face-to-face. And that leaves room for opportunities and pitfalls. Research from the University of Wisconsin shows that four-fifths of online daters misrepresent themselves with people altering the numbers of their weight, height and age. Women, as it turns out, have a propensity towards making themselves at least four kgs lighter, while men exaggerate their income by 20%. Martin's research into this area looks closely at persuasion and how much we disclose online and why. Persuasion was to do more with kind of language people use, the type of language people use online uh, can be manipulated. Uh, people can kind of impression manage what they present online far easier than they might face to face. If you were to kind of look at yourself, your level of attractiveness, intelligence, those kinds of things, can you set your benchmark potentially higher online? 
I don't think so. I think uh, you are what you are. Online dating is that introductory service, which is you know a method to move us on to face-to-face interaction. It's a method of meeting people, but then when you meet somebody, you've got to go from there. Essentially, when you put yourself online, you are marketing yourself as a product. And of course, we want to project the best version of ourselves and maybe even include a few lies in there too. I think people do misrepresent, perhaps. So people might use photos which are a little bit out of date, or they might say a few untruths about themselves which I guess is kind of foolish in some ways because if you're going to meet somebody uh, they're going to get to know what you look like they're going to get to know about you eventually Why do you think people make those decisions? It's more to do with that kind of online disinhibition effect again, that people think that, you know, when they're online, they can sort of put up photos of themselves which are a little bit out of date, or they can say things about themselves and misrepresent themselves in, in some way. Um, people do that more online than they might do face-to-face. You can meet someone on a date and you can tell them you're a, you're an airline pilot or you're a, you're a politician when you're not. Um, and your body language but, might give you away. And... Well, precisely, there's that, and people are going to find out a lot quicker. Online, people tend to hide behind the computer, maybe say more things about themselves, are untrue and misrepresent themselves more than they might do face-to-face. Online, for example, uh, we get more factual information. When you meet somebody face-to-face, it's more experiential. Online interaction is uh, sometimes asynchronous, so you get a chance to impression manage. You get a chance to kind of sit back and think about your response. Online, you can maybe sit back for a couple of seconds at least and consider your response. I mean, even if your response is slower, does that mean it's kind of less organic and therefore less... If it's slower, you you just have more chance to think about your response and to to, to manage your response and to respond in a particular way. Uh, When you kind of put on the spot, you might say something which you you might later regret online if it's asynchronous to some extent or even if it's synchronous. You've still got a couple of seconds to manage your response. If it's not like a Skype, non-verbal cues, there's no, no embarrassment. So people tend to probably say a little bit more about themselves perhaps. Are we able to make decisions faster online, do you think? People tend to, I think, because there's kind of less information and in terms of being a product, there's more products available and they come at you a lot faster than they might be face-to-face. And that's where Tinder comes racing swiftly through the door, changing the online dating landscape and providing an immediate playing field where one swipe left or right is the difference between rejection and that first step towards finding Mr or Mrs Right. Yes, it takes around 30 seconds to determine whether we're attracted to someone, but does the immediacy of that decision-making process mean that we're likely to make the right decisions or the wrong ones? Well, people try to maximise their chances more and more. People who you know, maximise tend to try and find the best they possibly can, and those who are what we call satisfiers, uh, those who kind of uh, people who have a certain criteria, and once they've found someone who's you know fits that criteria, they will kind of stick with that. So that has implications in online dating because if people are maximisers, they're always trying to find the best possible person they possibly can and move on to the next one maybe there's that kind of frown upon in a kind of um, you know social uh, social way perhaps what do you think that the online arena has opened this up to the fact that there is always going to be someone better for you because there are so many people and they're all accessible. You know? Well, are they all accessible? Because then they might not be accessible to, to everyone. They might not be a match. So what you have to consider is that you know the person with whom you're, you're with um, has to be a match for you. There may be somebody better out there, but if we all went around trying to sort of uh, you know leave our current partner to you know, find somebody better, then that wouldn't make for a very good uh, society, would it? What about um, rejection? How do, do people reject someone 
online. Oh, well, you know, I've done research on that, but there's been lots about you know the phenomenon called ghosting that people kind of just don't turn up, they don't 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 respond. In terms of sort of first messages and things on dating sites, and it's to be kind of expected, isn't it, that people don't do that. The speculation that perhaps that you know sort of ghosting, not turning up, not answering calls, is maybe fueled by the sort of online dating culture that people don't uh, respond, don't expect to respond to things sometimes, and maybe carry that over into real life. Oh my god, Tash. What's up? You know that guy Hamish that I've been talking to on that dating site? Yeah. I found him on Facebook. He's been flirting with some girl called Chelsea. Oh my god, no way. He told me he didn't even know many girls and that he was shy. We've done a little bit of research on jealousy online, sort of uh, an unfaithful partner perhaps, and we found the same things, bizarrely, as the, the kind of things which motivate jealousy face-to-face, -face, which was a little surprising because you'd expect that online there wouldn't be the same threats as there might be face-to-face. -face. There are different threats to males and females in terms of what motivates jealousy uh, in a sort of offline context. So face-to-face, -face, uh, the kind of traditional sort of view is that females get more jealous of a male being emotionally unfaithful, males get more jealous of females being sexually unfaithful. Uh, so when we set up the similar kind of scenarios with sort of emotional sort of content and people engaging in cyber sex, for example, we found the same gender differences online as face-to-face. -face. Okay, so males completely disregard it, they don't really care, or they care less? Again, it goes back to a kind of evolutionary past that you know, you'd expect females to be more jealous of males engaging in emotional disclosure with another female than uh, males would have females disclosing to uh, another male. That poses a bigger threat for females than for, than for males. We've also done some research in dating scams. We've tried to look at the predictors, you know, what kind of things might predict uh, somebody's susceptibility to being uh, scammed online. What are those factors? Well, the ones we found are not what people might expect. So it's not the fact that people are a certain age or they're lonely or they're desperate or anything. It's none of those things. Um, in terms of personality measurements, we found that people who are more conscientious are uh, more likely to be uh, scammed than people who are less conscientious. And the people who are more conscientious are the kinds of people who tend to do things by the book. And so they're more likely to sort of fall uh, victim to the scammer, perhaps. Despite the downsides of interacting online, there are plenty of positives to be gained, and studies today show that there's a greater likelihood of success for couples who've met online rather than off. There are, I guess, no keys to absolute success. All we can maybe do is maximise our chances. So um, there are lots and lots of different dating sites, dating apps out there. So it's correctly choosing the one uh, for you trying to you know, manage the way in which you use your online dating so you're not looking at you know, lots and lots of different people at the same time that you're managing. So that can be an issue? Yeah, well... Because you're just, what, overwhelmed with... Exactly, yeah, that's right. Yeah. choice and... Precisely. It's trying to sort of you know, read between the lines a bit between people's descriptions so that you're trying to imagine you know, uh, you know, what they like rather than just reading the description. You might overlook someone who is you know, you're quite good, but you just overlook them because of the way in which they describe themselves. It's to do with the, the way in which you might communicate online as well afterwards. So it's you know sending messages, getting a message back to you and interacting online. So what people should be aiming to do is to move to that face-to-face -face, uh, contact as soon as they possibly can. It is a good thing for people who are kind of disenfranchised from the dating pool. Um, it's kind of easy or easier maybe to form relationships perhaps for people in their 20s uh, or younger. Uh, as people get older, the dating pool gets a little bit thinner. It's uh, you know There are fewer places to go to meet people. People, people who are maybe socially phobic, perhaps who you know, might not um, engage so well 
face-to-face online dating might be a good thing for them so there are all these people out there who may not have met somebody before who know you know with the existence of online dating uh, might stand a real chance of meeting somebody that was Sonia Sly talking with Martin Graff from the University of New South Wales. And a big thanks to Linda Chamwai Earl and Kareem Dickey, who performed additional scenes for that story. That's all for now. Head to our webpage to listen to any of those stories again, and check out photos and web features. rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld. You can also sign up for our weekly email alert while you're there. Thanks for your company. But for now, from me, Alison Balance... Nakume na mihinui. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.